This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. You built my excursion for me basically when I didn't know what was going on. I'm going to build your truck right now. Okay, let's hear it. Carly leveling kit. Not... No, so we're not doing radius arm drops. We're not doing it. Those are just leveling springs. I'd like to see you in some commuter shocks, minimum. Yep. Uh, track bar. Yep. Uh, and that should pretty much put you right about level with the rear. Yep. Um, if need be, we can find a way to, to one inch space it if we need to get more height out of it because of the wheels. Because this yep. is, again, it's, it's a territory that we haven't done before. Right. We don't know what kind of offsets or. Oh, I did. I, th- I did uh, tires. I think yeah. I want to go with the Nitto Exo Grapplers. It's like a heavier duty all terrain tire. Because mm-hmm. my favorite tire before, like what I had on my Eco Diesel and I had my, on my Suburban, was Terra Grappler G2s, which I really like. Mm-hmm. They're a good tire for year round. But I feel like I'd blow through them just because I'm towing all the time. Mm-hmm. So the Exo Grappler is like a heavy duty version of a, like an all terrain. So I Exo Grapplers, DDC, Super Singles, fronts all on all fours, possibly Chrome. Chrome. I see Chrome in my head. I see Chrome. I keep on trying to like think. America's Diesel Podcast, brought to you by Diesel Power Products, America's Diesel Superstore. No salesman, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com, your number one source for all things diesel. Tyler, you're shooting by Dooley. If I could have found, if I could have found one, actually there was a dually there, but it was a cab chassis, so I'd have no bed. It's true. It's true. That would that would have been a very weird truck. That would have been a weird truck. Luckily, there'd be parts for it though, because cab and chassis trucks are becoming more popular now. But still, wouldn't want it. Yeah, me either. Yeah, hundred percent. No, I have an idea. We have an idea. We have. An I have. Idea. Yeah. You have an idea. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get this intro out of the way because we gotta get straight to talking about Tyler's truck. So. If you're tuning in because you love 7.3s, just know that I love you too, but this episode's all about Tyler, um, because Tyler spends 69% of his time talking about 7.3s, Yeah, and so now it's time for Tyler to talk about Tyler's truck. I, hey, I love talking about myself. Me too. Maybe that's why we're so good. <laughs> Same <laughs> body. Narcissistic <laughs> <Yeah>. a-holes. <laughs> this week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts. Made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house fuel bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, Our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The you've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are they have you know anti gel in there all the time they have C10 in there all the time they end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons and that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae and it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates it, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it. 
It'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight 8-plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked, and we brought them back. Uh, we did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you, so now you can measure out your 1 ounce per 32 gallons for the F-Bomb or 4 ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. All right. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. This is Ben and Tyler from America's Diesel Podcast coming at you from Spokane, Washington. Thank you for tuning in. You can find us on all of your normal podcast outlets, uh, Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere that use new podcasts. You can find us on there by searching America's Diesel Podcast. You can also find us on the old Instagrams, the Facebooks, and the TikToks. And the YouTubes. Uh, YouTube is a great place if you want to kind of get a discussion going because we do have some people that regularly comment on there, which I greatly appreciate. Thanks, all you guys. I saw uh, Chase Wilcox commented on there. Uh, Jim Lawrence, of course. Of course, yeah. And uh, I haven't quite... I talked to him and I forgot his name already, but his handle is Dad Cooks Food or Dad's Cook Food or something like that. I don't know. He's in Washington, though, so sup, dude? Yeah. Um, and we get a good, lively conversation going on there. Uh, if you do need parts for your truck, uh, Diesel Power Products is always there to help you out. Uh, if you try and reach out to me and Tyler directly, it, you, I'm not saying that we don't answer the phone. Just if you email us directly and you need a part ASAP, a lot of times it is the best thing to do is to call and talk to our sales techs. They are on the phone at 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific time. It's a primary job. Primary, yeah. <laughs> literally, our, their job, answer the phone, get you the right part you need, make you happy. Boom. That's yeah. it. My job is loose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I still get on the phone every now and then anyhow. But uh yeah, they will get you taken care of. Uh that's Monday through Friday, six AM to six PM Pacific time. Phone number eight 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 nine nine three four three seven three. Tyler, tell us about reviews. Oh yeah, keep those reviews coming in. Again, we need two hundred of them. Okay. Two hundred more. If you tell your friend and they tell two friends, and those two friends tell two that means only like four people need to <laughs> tell tell uh, you tell their friends. Again, steal your relatives' phones, friends' phones. Go on Apple iTunes, get the <laughs> download the podcast, subscribe, whatever you got to do, and then five star review it. Break the law, my and friends. Just break the law. Is break that the- <laughs> nobody enforces that? Yeah, nobody nobody really, enforces nobody that. Nobody really cares. Yeah. Passcodes, <laughs> face of recognition. Nobody cares. But let's get those two hundred more five star reviews. Take a screenshot of that. Send it to podcast at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure you include a picture of your truck and an address that we can send a sticker to. It looks just like our logo on our backdrop and our cups. Ben, one last thing before we get into oh, it. F- I know. <laughs> Uh, lastly, um, if you are placing orders online or you do happen to call in and speak to one of our knowledgeable sales techs, uh, please make sure and let them know that you listen to the podcast. Or if you're placing the order online, throw a podcast in the notes section. Uh, you receive absolutely nothing. So it's very motivational, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but what that does is I go through every week or two and I'm able to find orders that came from podcast listeners. That helps us explain to the guys that fund this show. That we're, we're cool. We're cool, right? <laughs> I make money, too. Like, <laughs> no, it, it truly does help out the show, and the more people we can get to do that, um, the, the cooler stuff that we can do. And I, I've been pushing. I want to I release more podcasts during the week because, mm-hmm. like, at least, I mean, for me, I like, like I listen to podcasts all the time. So I, if I don't have a new podcast, like, every day... <laughs> I, my day could be pretty boring for my, for my, mm-hmm. for my ears. Yeah. So, um, you know, maybe eventually we'll get there. Uh, but we got to have more people letting us know that they're listening to the podcast is kind of our, our, uh, low budget way of tracking. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it is literally low budget cause it costs us no money. Yeah. It only costs you time and keystrokes. So and an thank you <laughs> for doing that. <laughs> Okie dokie artichokey. Yeah. So Tyler. What? (laughs) (laughs) So we had we had a a really fun podcast with the guys from DDC. Oh gosh, that was so good. Yeah, uh, I think it was great. Half the time they were just kind of uh, smack talking each other, (laughs) which is great because that's what we do. (laughs) So it's just a good uh, it was a good conversation. But I jokingly brought up 
and I've been thinking about this ever since I knew they were going to be on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love their wheel designs. They're I, I, I feel like they're classy, but kind of, and I don't mean this in a bad way. And every time I say it in my head, I, I think it could be portrayed as something bad, but they're classy yet simple. Yeah, they're, I think that uh, I wanted to say this to them, but, but like after talking to the three of them, yeah. it makes sense why the wheels look the way they do. Because yeah. there are three guys that have been in the wheel industry a very long time. Yep. They've also, they understand simple, good taste, timeless. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. And it, it's, it, like you said, it feels bad saying, like, I don't want to say they're simple because they're right. dumb. But it's like, it's simple, it's good, it's always going to look good. They're not a trend. They're right. They're going to look good 20 years from now. Yeah. So, let me back up a little bit. I, You guys, I've mentioned this on the show, like, I have no idea, like, which way I want to take my truck. Like, am I doing, you know, like... 17s and 37s and like a three inch lifting kind of going that route or am I, you know, go doing something different? And I, I, this has been the only truck where I hadn't already had a, a, uh, like a wheel and tire combo that was like already on my radar. Yeah, It's super annoying too. Cause we all want to know what you're doing. <laughs> oh, for you guys probably. Yeah. <laughs> for me, actually it's, it's, it's been nice. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's been pretty kind of stress-free for me. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just kind of like I just kind of hop in the truck and drive. And I mean, it's pretty much still completely stock other than a set of airbags. True, but it's doing everything that I need it to do at this current time. Um, so after having that conversation with DDC, and I, again, I jokingly brought up, "Hey, why don't you guys do SRWDC wheels?" For single rear wheel design company. Purely as a joke. As a joke. Like we we were I wrote it down in my journal. We were joking about it. I wrote it down. We were, jo- <laughs> yeah. we were laughing about it later. <laughs> I said, ha ha ha, that was a great joke I came up with. Um, but <laughs> the funny part of it is, is so DDC is gonna be coming out with super singles. Okay. So for you dually guys, how freaking badass to put super singles on your dually. I think yeah. I whenever I see like a semi truck uh, with super singles, I'm just like badass. Like that's cool. The, like the it first, just yeah. The first time I realized what a super single was and I saw it on there, I was like, yeah, yeah that's why I think. Look at those freaking tires back so there. Cool. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. wicked. Yeah. And and uh, he 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 said, well, so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do super single wheels. You could just run four fronts. Yeah. And then we pretty much had like a little love fest there for a second. <laughs> I, I think I might have t- told them that I'd, I'd come kiss them on the mouth. I, I, I don't remember. I was kind of in a blur at that point in time. Um, but that got me going. That got me excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, and this isn't, uh, you know, our kind of uh, signature truck that we do here mm-hmm. is because we do have off-road power products, right? So we kind of bridge the gap between diesel and off-road. So most of our trucks are on 40-inch tires and, you know, 20s or... Do we have some on 17s? I think... I don't think we have anything on a 40. Anyways, usually it's small wheel, big tire, and suspension. Yeah, for for our MO is low-slung, tucked, 37s or 40s, 40s preferably... And the only truck that's going to get a or a twenty inch wheel is going to have at least forties on it, with one exception. That was Ramuel, our tow rig that we had yeah. for a while. That dually it had thirty uh, sevens on twenties. Yes, but it was a dually. It was a so, dually. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, pretty much for us, it's got you got to have that amount of sidewall to do something like that. Yeah, which <clears throat> I like. Okay, um, but you get to uh, a certain point where. You start looking at other things that you could do to the truck and like other looks. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of a fan of the like a, a like a okay, just imagine a super single front on all four corners mm-hmm. in like a 20 or a 22. And I don't even have to go to like a 37, I could do like a 35 or something along those lines. So I was thinking like a bigger wheel, okay, but not. A smaller, like necessarily a smaller tire, you know, a proportional mm-hmm. tire. Like I used to have twenties on thirty fives mm-hmm. on my second gen, so I'm not I'm not opposed to that. Like I don't, because I know if I go to thirty sevens with a sixty eight RFE, I'm going to want to gear the truck. Yeah. So that's a whole other 
a whole other thing I got to deal with. Now I can, I can, I think I got 355s in that truck or 373s. I think I could get away with a 35 for a while and not, especially mm-hmm. at stock power mm-hmm. and not be too far out of range with some things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was thinking DDC fronts on all fours. Okay. Mm-hmm. Keeping it relatively this, because I don't even think I'd have to even lift it for 35s. Well, it's a it's a big wheel and tire combo, though. Right. So I don't even know how that would play out. Here's the thing. Never done it, so I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Nobody here has done it. So, like, kept a truck relatively low. Um, like, before, I wasn't even opposed to lowering the truck. Like, I kind of wanted that look of, like, that street. Long and low. Long and low yeah. look, which, I, again, I'm not opposed to. And I'm not, like, talking like a low rider where... You know, this thing slammed to the ground. Like, that's not what I want. I still want to be able to use the truck. And that's another part why I like DDC wheels is because they're like a a, a fancy utilitarian style wheel. I mean, the load, rating, load ratings that they build in their wheels are factory or better. Um, so I'm thinking that's the route I want to go. But, <sighs> see, we're a huge Carly dealer. Carly mm-hmm. suspension for Ram trucks. So mm-hmm. I, I like their I like their ride quality. So do I keep with stock springs, um, and or do I do just like a two and a half inch spring up front? But it, I, I don't know. I, that, that's the part I'm still undecided on. But I think I've decided on wheels. That's a big portion of it. That is big. Yeah. That's a big move for me. Okay, I still haven't decided, and I've never done this, chrome or like or black. Black is kind of overplayed for me. I know. Chrome's not, and I do have a chrome bumper, but it's like, man, do I want to go with that much chrome like well, that? The thing is, if you if you go chrome, that's going to be a signature big truck look. Yeah. Because how many big rigs do you see rolling around with black wheels? Not not very many. No. Yeah. They're all polished. Yeah. Uh, so I think doing a, a super single and a polished on a silver truck. On a silver truck is going to be. It might look pretty fly. It it's a little blingy, but I think it's tight. Yeah. I think it's a good look. I think so too. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just I, I I want to do something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um and that's kind of I we'll we'll see what they what comes out with the these super because I haven't seen any pictures or or anything. I don't know if it's gonna be like the same style of wheel, but mm-hmm. just in a super single type of I think a super single if they make it in the whole style, I'm gonna have a hard time not putting those on my OBS. I think I'd rather do like the aftermath mm-hmm. um, style of wheel, I like the hole. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. um, but on the newer trucks, I, I don't I agree think that the hole doesn't work on the newer trucks. I don't trucks, think it fits opinion, yeah. for me. At least there's people out there that love them with, mm-hmm. with more power to you. It's, it's a great looking wheel. So that's as far as I got. Yeah. <laughs> I do know I am going to do Banks's six seven um, intake manifold. Like I'm doing that mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, performance wise i did talk to the guys at calibrated power um so they've basically they're they're like ready to pull the trigger on tunes for me right now but i'm I, i'm just holding back a little bit I'm just holding back i just got i just turned ten thousand miles in the truck you know what so. i think uh i think before you even we should i'm going to put this out there and i'm putting it on the podcast so it's going to be talked about no matter what okay well, the guys at Calibre Power have their own podcast, too. Yeah. I think the only way that you're going to be getting Calibre Power tunes on on your truck is if we podcast each other. Ooh, that'd be kind of fun. That would be super fun. We've had Nick Pregnant on before. Um, and he was like, oh, oh, yeah, we I, did. That guy's awesome. That was so long yeah, ago. That was a long time ago, guys. Like, uh, that's probably episode. That was podcast room number two. Yeah, it might be like 30 or 50 or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but he was fun. I had, a, I had a great time talking to him. Um, and I, I've shot messages over to to them over there, you know, all that kind of stuff too. Because yeah, everybody always thinks like, oh, podcast guys hate each other or something like that. No, no, we all talk. No, we're all cool. <laughs> Most of us listen to each other's podcasts. Like it, we're all in the same space. There's only one podcast that I want to absolutely annihilate and destroy and delete from the entire podcast land. Do tell. NPR car talk. <laughs> what the? F- Who listens to that? <laughs> Who listens to that? <laughs> That's number one. I know. It's ridiculous. Those are not car guys. Maybe they are. 
but they're not. <laughs> they're, NPR. They're basically their their car talk. Their advice is always take it to a certified shop. I don't know how how they're uh, how they're number one. Honestly, maybe it's just because they probably started doing it at, like when podcasts like just came out. So they're like, I well, don't yeah. know. I mean, radio radio show is pre podcast. True, but yeah. how, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. We're coming for you, NPR. Oh, we're coming for you. Coming for you hard. Yeah, coming hard for you. Maybe, maybe the maybe the Daily Wire will pick us up. (laughs) (laughs) Start a media. Hey, you need an automotive section, Ben Shapiro. (laughs) Yeah. My name's Ben. Your name's Ben. I mean, come on, (laughs) come on, about the same height. Come on. (laughs) I don't don't think. I think I'm taller than him. I have for some reason. I feel like he's short. Oh, I know he's short. Oh, he's he's got to be like five seven, maybe five eight. We're close, all right? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a tall dude, so I mean, yeah. we, we could both be short together to put all the other alpha males yeah. out there. They're ginormous. Yeah. Like team Corey. that Daily Wire <sighs> team up with America's Diesel Podcast to take down NPR Car Talk. Boom. Hey, leave reviews, folks. That's the only way we're going to get bigger. Right? Yeah. yeah, so anyways, back to the truck. But, yeah. um, do you guys notice when I went out there, because I, 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 my cup was in the uh, in my truck. And it was in the back seat, and I opened up the back. Do you know what I still have in there? Huh. The tag that came from factory on the passenger seat. It's still on there. Nice. I looked at that and I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> that's mine. <laughs> that's mine. That's mine. But yet to take that off. But no, I think I think that's a, a route that I want to go, but I do want, you know, even if I don't lift it, maybe do like a um like a set of like Fox Shocks or something. Um I don't know. I, I see. I don't know. Um, okay, everybody else builds. Everybody, everybody, you built my excursion for me, basically, when I didn't know what was going on. I'm going to build your truck right now. Okay, let's hear it. Huge shout out to Ispro for making badass gauges and sponsoring the podcast. Absolutely, we've been selling Ispro gauges, gosh, ever since I can remember. Um, Ispro for years has been giving consumers the ability to to monitor their trucks. Accurately, uh, whether you're looking for something with a little bit more racy of a look or something more factory match, Ispro's got you covered. One of the things I love about the kits that they sell is not only do they come in a bunch of different denominations, you can get you know zero to forty or zero, whatever you're looking for, with the color designation on there, but they come with the wiring too. Absolutely, super easy to install. If you're looking for a set of analog type gauges today, check them out. Absolutely, thanks for tuning in, and Ispro, you're the best. Absolutely. Carly Loveling Kit. Not, that's so we're not doing radius arm drops, not doing it. Those are just leveling springs. I'd like to see you in some commuter shocks, minimum. Yep. Uh, track bar. Yep. Uh, and that should pretty much put you right about level with the rear. Yep. Um, if need be, we can find a way to, to one inch space it if we need to get more height out of it because of the wheels. Because this yep. is, again, it's, it's a territory that we haven't done before. Right. We don't know what kind of offsets or oh i did I, I did uh tires i think yeah. i want to go with the nitto exo grapplers it's like a heavier duty all-terrain tire because mm-hmm. my favorite tire before like what i had on my eco diesel and I had my on my suburban was terra grappler g2s which i really liked mm-hmm. they're a good tire for year round but i feel like i'd blow through them just because i'm towing all the time mm-hmm. so the exo grappler is like a heavy duty version of a, like an all-terrain so i exo grapplers DDC, super singles, fronts all on all fours, possibly chrome. Chrome. I see chrome in my head. I see chrome. I keep on trying to like think. We've just done so many. Tr- There's so many people out there that do black wheels, mm-hmm. and I like black wheels. Going back around again. Yeah, I, I, I like them, but at the same time, silver truck, chrome bumper, black wheels. It's just kind of a lot. I want it. I, I want it to look clean. I want it to look. Well, you know. and it's one of those things where I, I would have to see a rendering of it because if they did like a, a black super single that was like had a little bit of like machined on it or something like that. So yeah. Like, like the yeah the features get highlighted on there. Yeah. Because if, if it's just a black wheel, I feel like it's gonna just kind of get lost on the truck. Right. You know? It's a black wheel. Oh, black wheel, whatever. But if it's a chrome wheel, 
and it has that you know super single look to it, everybody's gonna it might just be more attractive to the eye, right? And stand out a little bit more. And it would kind of just tie together the chrome that I have on the front bumper and the grill and that sort of thing. Because mm-hmm. I didn't really have any plans of like changing all that stuff. Like my eco diesel, I I blacked out the front bumper. Did the um, what else did I have chrome on that? I think it was just the front bumper. Oh, and the, um, the emblems. Badging. I did the yeah. badging. Did the factory black badging. And and that looked. Co- I liked the black with that color of truck because it was the yeah. maximum steel metallic. Of course, it was maximum steel metallic. <laughs> maximum steel metallic. Yeah, <laughs> I, which I really like that color, but that sort of fit with what I w- what I was going. But but this truck, I do think I've never. I don't think these words have ever came out of my mouth in the same sentence. I think chrome would look good on that truck. <laughs> I, I mean, it'd be definitely be different, a different build than what we've comp- done here at like completely. Mm-hmm. So I, I, and I like that. I like being, I like, I like being different. Yeah. It's fun. Well, I dig it too. I think, I think it would be a, a hot looking truck. Yeah. So we've got more stuff to talk about with your truck. Okay. Cause you've, been thinking we i think we alluded to it or maybe mentioned in a previous podcast that you were you're thinking about changing your hauling setup as mm. far as like trailer so on and so forth yeah so i like the truck rack okay mm-hmm. I, I i think it's cool i think it looks cool it functions great um and but just the whole process of um like the whole the whole camping process right like you want to get out into the woods, you want to enjoy your time out in the woods. Um, when I get to wherever we're staying, it's kind of a process for me. Like I got to set up the trailer, I have to unhook the truck, move the truck, get the trailer situated as far as leveling jacks and all that all that fun stuff. Then I got to put the ra- I got to put the ramps on the rack. I got to untie the side by side, get the side by side off, put the racks back in the back of the truck, and usually move my truck back. You it's know, a to lot. a parking. It's just a lot. Like I'm, I'm, as everybody else is enjoying their time at the, ca- you know, camping, drinking, and doing their thing. Like I'm still putting stuff away. It's not a bad thing. I'm not complaining about it. For what I got, it it functions perfect for my setup. Like it's it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were, we were, we started looking at some toy hauler, um, either bumper pull or like a fifth wheel type of setup, mm-hmm. uh, which does make things a lot easier and nicer. Um, we were looking at kind of smaller ones. Like I, <laughs> this is stupid, even though <laughs> the way about my house is, okay, I've got like this side parking lot. It's like a brick driveway mm-hmm. um, where I can only fit so big of a trailer right there. Um, anything over probably 28 feet, like it's it's not going to fit in my driveway. Is that because of your, your house and the roof or because of the fence and the grass? The fence, the grass, and just, yeah, where it's parked right now because I've got a, like a, a um, cinder block kind of like barrier between the grass and the brick. I can break that. Oh, I know. I've already thought about even yeah. taking the cinder blocks out and just pulling the trailer in my front yard on that side, yeah. just so it's off to the side. But what we're eventually doing is I'm. We have a vinyl fence, and so I want to have someone come in and open up that fence where I got. Because right now my gate is only like nine feet wide, if that. Mm-hmm. I don't even think it's nine feet wide. I can't. I can't get my trailer in my backyard, which is where I want it, and I want it to. I want it in the spot where I'm going to put a shop. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I've got to. I've got to get bigger doors on the gate, and I also got to uh, eliminate. I got to level out the side yard because right, right. there's. So it's a little bit of work for me to get it over there right now. Mm-hmm. So I and and honestly, like when we when we go out in the in the woods, like we spend like no time in the trailer, like no time, like we sleep there, like that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so we were looking at smaller, like travel trailer type, um, you know, toy haulers. Which we found some that are like right around the twenty-eight feet, um, fourteen-foot garage, which my sh- which my town would fit. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty basic. Um, <laughs> I have such a hard time with trailers because there's some of them that are like, I mean, it, I'm not gonna say cheap, like price-wise, because I mean the, we're talking like a 
sixty to seventy thousand dollar trailer, but they're cheap. As in, like you walk in and it's got like you know the vinyl floor that's like the sheet. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, it just doesn't feel yeah. like our trailer. Like I have a twenty three foot trailer right now. But that thing is built like a brick shit house. Yeah, that well, thing is nice. solid. It's every time I've been in there, and I'm like, again, I'm like, man. Yeah, and that's this what is nice. It's like, a it's a seven thousand pound trailer. Mm-hmm. The cargo capacity of that trailer is forty five hundred pounds. I don't know where you're gonna put forty five hundred pounds in that trailer, because like the there's only the storage compartment up front, and I got a swing down storage thing in the back. Mm-hmm. But that thing can hold forty five hundred pounds. It's got two slides, one on each side, and it's pretty cool. The kitchen opens up, and then the dinette opens up, and then I got an island kitchen Mm -hmm. in the middle. It's perfect for two people. Like, it's it's awesome. We actually really love our trailer. Um, But there's some of these travel trailers that I've gotten into. It's just, it it just feel cheap, and I just can't, I just can't bring myself to spend that kind of money for something that feels like it's built like cardboard. Right. Um, so it, it's tough. We found, we found a couple online that we've kind of, you know, really liked. Um, but we just, I don't know. It's, it's something that, uh, we're definitely probably going to get into some sort of toy hauler just to make things a little bit more fluid when we go camping. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I'm going to keep that rack. I'm not going to sell it. Yeah. I'm going to keep it. Well, it's I mean, a for, cool thing to have. for a day trip to go have some fun, like, yeah. Yeah. And me and one other person can get it in the truck. Like it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So there might be, so that's something I got to take into account, especially if maybe I'm looking at some, like a fifth wheel, you know, I don't want to go too tall with the truck. And also if I'm keeping that rack, I don't want to go too tall because I just want to keep the center of gravity low. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have something that's jacked up higher and well, you know what Ash would say. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. I was like, um, like, say it. Yeah, do it. Say it. Taller and taller and draft pussy. Yeah, um, <laughs> but so yeah, I don't I don't know where we're gonna go. Like right now, it's kind of hard to because there's not a lot of options available right now. So we'll we'll see what comes of that. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to like a fifth wheel just because they're even though it's gonna be longer, you could jackknife the shit out of those things to yeah. <laughs> get it parked. Like where I'm. Like my rack comes within less than half inch of the fiberglass cap on our trailer right now when I turn it. Like it's close. Mm-hmm. Like if I jackknifed it, I could push that rack right into the front of that trailer mm. if I wanted to. Yeah. So. Well, that and that truck with super singles on a fifth wheel. Yeah. That's but hot. here's the thing I go to the, when we look at the fifth wheel thing, okay, you're talking about a lot of living space. Mm hmm. Like a lot. Again, we're never in there. And I, I tell this to like my buddy Mark that's got that super high mileage seven three. Mm-hmm. He's like, Oh, you'll be in there when you got that. I'm like, I don't think I don't think we will. Like nobody just hangs out in a trailer. Like if I want to hang out in a trailer, like I'll just stay home and hang out in my living room. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really. Well, at that point, the for me though, and I know we talked about before too, the the cool part about the toy hauler part is you now have this like kind of mobile, mobile garage. shop, yeah. mobile garage. Like you need to set that up, you know, get your tool chest in there, get that out, get your to- yeah. you know, get a second set of tools in there, yeah. get, you know, extra parts and everything so that if anything does happen while you're out there, you're a one-stop shop Tyler. Like, let's get it done. Yeah, and let's say, like, for instance, this year, we went eight weekends in a row. We were out. Mm-hmm. A lot of those weekends, I could have just left the side-by-side in the trailer. I mean, I wouldn't even have to, you know, it's like a second garage, it's a mobile mm-hmm. garage, just like we were saying. I get like a roll-up tool bag that can hang in the side of the garage. I've got my Pro Eagle jack. I can get the mount for it and mount my Pro Eagle jack in there. Like, it'd be a cool setup. Mm-hmm. Well, and in being out, you know, out there, if you have to service something on the vehicle or on the side-by-side, you're now not... In dirt. In dirt. You, yeah. you can get it pulled in. You get, you know, put a winch on there. Or if you get a winch on the side-by-side, you can pull it in even if it's broke down yeah. and fix it. And now you don't lose a day or lose a weekend or yeah. go home early. It's like, oh. I'd be down with I that. I can fix it. Yeah. I, I think it's cool. I, again, bumps up the price range. I mean, yeah. we're talking trailers that are around like 70 to 80, which, you know, do we want to spend that kind of money on something that we don't really live in 
you know, it's it's just a hard it's it's a hard thing because I'm mean, like we got our trailer for relatively cheap. I think we paid like twenty six thousand for ours, which is pretty cheap. It's a twenty seventeen for for what that is. Yeah, twenty six. It's I don't know if it's a screaming deal that you got in there or something like that, but whatever. For twenty six, yeah. that trailer does not feel like a twenty six thousand. No, it feels like a fifty thousand dollar trailer. Easily. Like it's I've got a, literally a little touchscreen remote that I can control the slides, the mm-hmm. awning, the jacks. Like it's super. It's it's a badass trailer. It's a badass trailer. Um, but again, it's just the whole. And I maybe some people might be listening to this. Go, oh, you're pussy. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, go camping literally every single weekend and tell me how. Like by the time I get the side by side off the truck, I'm like sweating. Like it's a process. I mean, it's it's a lot to do. Well, if any any. I'm going to go ahead and generalize. Most of the people listening to this are probably dudes. Yeah. Uh, most of them are probably either, you know, maybe dating or about to get married or someone right. already married, you know, something like that. I, I wouldn't say there, there's probably not too many teenagers listening to this um, unless they're kids of the people that Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but as like a, if, if you're a dad and you've taken your family out to go do stuff, they know exactly what you're talking about right now. Yeah. It's when the, you know, and I'm not saying that, you know, mom's job, your wife's job is not hard getting kids moving or getting it. I know she, you don't have yeah, kids, do- but like, yeah, it, she gets the dog. She, yeah, because I'm running around the trailer doing everything. She's mm-hmm. setting up because she's setting up the inside of the trailer. So she's got all her knickknacks and all her stuff that she puts mm-hmm. out, opening the slides, getting all that sort of situated. Mm-hmm. As I'm doing the jacks, I'm doing, you know, all the other things. Setting up the you know power, water, whatever we have at that time, getting the generator out, that kind of stuff. Here's another thing. Now that I mention it, mm-hmm. what's cool with these travel tra- these uh, like the travel trailer ones, the travel trailer toy haulers, and the fifth wheels, onboard generator that's powered from inside. Dope. That's okay. Yeah. If you ever, we do a lot of dry camping, so I've got a little Honda eu 2000 whatever the quiet Honda mm-hmm. generator, which which works great. That's those little little red. Yeah, the one we have here for... Yeah, God, those things are amazing. It's a great generator. Um, and they also have fuel tanks, fuel storage. So I can fill that up with some non-eth, and that way I've got, you know, however many gallons for the side-by-side, which is nice, because there's been p- plenty of times where we go riding, and we're riding all day, and I'm like, well, we need to find a fuel station, because if we want to go riding again... Yeah. Like, so we have to plan our trip around getting to a fuel station kind of a thing. And yeah, I'll have like a five gallon, you know, container of fuel, but you only get you so far. Yeah. So it'd be kind of nice to have those features just because I, I know what we do when we go camping. Like we're, we get there, you know, Friday night, we have dinner, we do some drinking and then it's, you know, early Saturday morning, we're out all day and then we come back and we fire up the fire, fire up food. Fire up the drinking. We might do a night ride. Like, I mean, I, like I know our whole, so like to me, I, I want something simple yet effective for what we're doing. So, mm-hmm. it, but quality, I don't want cheap. And that, that's, that is a hard thing to find. Yeah. Um, Good, fast, cheap. Was that? Well, yeah. well size wise, like I, I don't want something too large. I don't need any fancy stuff. You know, I need a 14 foot garage, which yeah. limits me on a lot of trailers because it won't fit in a 12 foot garage, which is a lot of the travel trailer ones are like a 12, 13 foot. I can get away with a 13 foot, but it's not a lot of room for me. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of room. And we've had even friends with, um, we've got two friends that have, um, around like a 32 ish, uh, travel trailer toy hauler. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot. We had one friend that, uh, their side by side shifted inside the trailer and was like up against their cabinets and walls and stuff like so it's just like you want to make sure you got something that's got enough room well i mean <laughs> you get some some proper max tie downs in there well for sure for sure but well, and yeah. you have your own garage so you can make you you make your custom tie down locations where you need to be well no no you don't no they're already on the floor you can't change anything not really i mean i'm sure you could but it's it's quite a bit of work i mean they they're, they're going to have they have like d-rings on the floor Mm-hmm. That are some of them are just tied down to the floor. Some of them are tied down all the way to the frame. Um, but they've got quite a few of them, you know, that you can tie up to. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I 
whatever I do to the truck suspension wise, I do want to keep it as low as possible. Right. As low as possible because I don't know what I am going to do with whatever I'm pulling. <laughs> yeah. Last thing you want to do is like get the truck set up super sick and, you know, a little bit taller and all of a sudden it's like, I am two inches out. Yeah. And I, here's the thing. I pride myself in setting up my trailer properly, hitch height, all that stuff, tongue weight. Like I pride myself in, in having a premium towing experience. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and when you start getting too high, you got to, now you have to worry about, you know, <laughs> drops and, 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 and you know, all these things that you don't necessarily think about at the time you're doing the cool stuff to your truck because you're just focused on that. That actually, we're going to answer one of our listeners' questions okay. here because that segues perfectly in because okay. we had someone on our Instagram post, which if you guys want to hear certain things talked about, we do post relatively... <laughs> Infrequently, yeah, <laughs> on the old Instagrams and whatnot, and uh, we actually had one. We got seventy nine comments on, which was fantastic. Thank you guys. Uh, but I wrote them all down, and I got them all on my Excel sheet. You know how much I love Excel. Yeah. Um, but one of them was talking about. And I'm going to try and pull it up here. Um, having a lifted tow rig. Yeah. You know, positive, negatives. What do you got to look out for? How much is too much? What do you need to do? Um, and I think that kind of segues perfectly with what you were talking about just now. Yeah. Setting, setting something up to do a job. And a lot of that comes down to lifting what you're going to be towing with. Yeah. Um, let me pull it up here. Gosh, there's so many good comments. Someone wants another, what's up with that? What's up with that? <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Cue Jeopardy music. Yeah. <laughs> Bradley says, I run my 7.3 at high idle. It's 5.30 a.m. to warm up, and my neighbor actually said it's a secondary alarm in case he doesn't wake up. Oh <laughs> <Hell> yeah, bro. <laughs> you really screw up his day by like not like calling it. In- <laughs> well, he's got a secondary alarm anyways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't find it, and I feel bad now because there was we definitely... We know the gist of it, but... Yeah. Yeah, so uh, you you can set up a, a larger lifted truck to tow properly, but it all it's all going to come down to your equipment. Um, one of the manufacturers that comes to mind right now that um, has parts like specifically designed for insanely lifted trucks is bulletproof hitches. Um, once you start getting over to a, a certain amount of drop, I can't remember it off the top of my head what it is, but they have actual support bars that will. Because when you have a big giant drop, you know you've got a you're yeah. you're creating a giant lever at the bottom of that hitch where the ball is to keep your because you want your trailer level as it's hooked up to your truck. Well, if you have a giant drop, they make support brackets that go from the bottom of that hitch up to your frame. Yeah. Um, and there's these actual like bars that attach that have like heims on them that you can adjust. Um, so that is imperative when you're especially towing something heavy mm-hmm. uh, bumper pull uh, with a, a giant lifted truck like that. Yeah. Um, again, if, if you have not enough tongue weight, you're going to get the wobbly back. We've all seen the video of the Mustang with the trailer on the treadmill when they move weight front yeah, and back. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You guys have all seen that. I can tell you right now, I, I, before I had my truck and I was driving around that Tundra, there was two times that I towed, when I first got it, that I knew it wasn't set up right, and I could feel it in the steering wheel. I made some adjustments. It was gone. Mm-hmm. It was gone. It was amazing. Yeah. It when your trailer is set up right on your truck, um, it it makes the truck feel like it's more attached to the road, not less. Mm-hmm. And that's what you want. Like when I tow with with my side by with my side by side on the roof, with my trailer, everything loaded down. Again, I hate saying this. I hate saying this because I don't want people to take it the wrong way, but you don't feel it. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't move you. You are moving that. Yeah. You you have to be the one moving everything. Don't let that don't let your load move you. Or is it, uh, don't let the tail wag the dog. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's setting up your trailer properly is just going to make for a better like now when I when I set when I go like I'm going um like tomorrow night, I'm going to be loading up the side-by-side on the truck, 
And then Friday, I'm taking off at noon. We're headed out. Um, I have, I'm have i going to have everything. Everything's already set up. So I get the side-by-side up there, get it tied down, Have my I put my hitch in. I literally back up to my trailer. I know exactly what pressure I need to put in the bags. And I know exactly what adjustment I need on my, my uh, torsion torsion bars on the hitch mm-hmm. like everything is set up perfectly and the thing toes it, 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 i mean it's it's you, you ought to drive with me one time with it with it hooked up because it's a it's actually amazing how how anchored it feels like i feel like i could take corners faster with the trailer in the side by side than without mm-hmm. uh, just because of how how things are set up those weight distribution hitches are amazing yeah like that is a, an amazing event invention Whoever came up with those, kudos! Like yeah. that's that's badass. Ten like that's, points. Seriously, it's it's such a um, they just work, mm-hmm. and it's such an idea too. Like when you first look at it, you're like, how is that even? How does that work? How is that even doing that? But the one thing that triggered it for me was when you put your hitch in. There's always a little gap on above and a bottom on the above above and above. <laughs> I can't talk above and below the hitch that you put in your. Uh, or the stinger that yeah. you put in your hitch, ding, right? Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. You, where you can move it. When you put your, like, so when I hook, I'll just tell you what I do. Uh, I hook up to my trailer without the bars. Okay, I just drop the ball down. I pull it out in front of my house. I get it kind of, I get it flat, you know, or straight. Then I go and I, the tongue jack on the trailer, I lift it way up to where it takes up that gap in the hitch. And then when it starts lifting the back of the truck. Mm-hmm. I put my bars in, I go three links above. So three links are hanging down, fourth link, I hook, put it on, same on the other side, drop it down, that gap above the hitch is gone. There's tension on that on that hitch, which distributes the weight to your front tires. If you've mm-hmm. ever felt like when you're towing that you're 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 kind of like doing a wheelie where there's not enough weight on your front and it's mm-hmm. just kind of squirrely, you don't have enough, you don't have enough. Uh, uh, weight that's getting transferred to the front tires, mm-hmm. and that's what the, that that uh, weight distribution hitch does. It's phenomenal. Well, and, and the best way to look at that is the like if you were to say do too much with your weight distribution hitch, you can lift the back wheels off the ground. You could, yeah, yeah. They, so that that's what we mean, what we mean about transferring that weight to the front of the truck. You're basically using a torsional load of the weight of the trailer transferred through the hitch to push. Through the, the like front the, of the frame to push the yeah front of the truck down yeah like uh, my buddy Mark again he he's like there was a video a while ago going around of a car that they hook up with a weight distribution hitch it's got no wheels on the back mm-hmm. like a front wheel drive car yeah they like took the wheels off the back and they were just driving it around normal because there's so much weight that was distributed and it just won't. It won't sit down on the on the rear. It's 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 a awesome awesome thing to have. Like I've seen some people do. Like last week, the last time we went to um, that was my week vacation. Mm-hmm. We uh, were in uh, uh, Idaho, um, like Calder uh, Avery area, and uh, dude, there was this guy that we were behind that he was all over the road, all over. It was an F one fifty. And the trailer was relatively, I think it was a little toy hauler, like with, and me, I was like, there's either like a single four wheeler in there or there's like some dirt bikes. Yeah. That guy was all over the freaking road. When he turned, he did not have a weight distribution hitch whatsoever. And it's like, okay, dude, like that cannot be fun, especially on these roads. Like, how is that fun? You must be sweating bolts right now. Dude, it's sketchy. I, I felt it one time and I changed my setup. Never felt it again, and I'm like, this is how it's always going to be. There's uh, you, this setup is so important, mm-hmm. so important. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to jeopardize that by going too high with the truck. Um, and then when you get in, you know, doing like fifth wheels and stuff like that, like remember that guy we saw? Uh, oh yeah, d- dumping his trailer here at the fairgrounds yeah. and was like, whoa, bro. Yeah, like, <laughs> like there's no way that's how you actually roll. Yeah, like, I, I hope that. <laughs> so this tangent <laughs> so this guy rolls in so we're right next to the fairgrounds and if you listen and you're in spokane i'm sorry i made fun of you but uh this guy rolls in <laughs> in a uh you know like a yukon not an xl like a like yeah <laughs> like, like a basically not a suburban but a short four-door gm like early 2000s probably five three in it oh uh, yeah and uh 
six lug, not even like the heavy. Just yeah. <laughs> basically built a tow like, what is that, like, tow limit's probably like 7,500 pounds. Probably, Maybe yeah. at most. And he rolls in, and it's kind of a steep driveway to get in because there's a dump. It's like a 30-foot trailer. Like, yeah. it's a pretty long one. It's long. I'm going to go ahead and say that if he were to, like, it's not legal what he's moving. Um, but it was just set up like... It looked like he was about to drag the freaking hitch on the ground, yeah. even on flat ground. Just so that means like there, there's no airbags in the back, no torsion like hitch on there, or anything like that. I think he even had a torsion hitch, but it was definitely not set up correctly. Oh, that's right, he did. Because and and so I was Tyler being the pessimist that he is. It was instantly like that guy's an idiot. Yeah, and I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> to myself like I, I believe the best in people to a point, and I'm like, man. There is no way that's how he actually rolls. He's got a torsion hitch on there. Yeah. Has someone actually, has he never like just Googled? Like, does, is that the, is, is he aware that that's the, not the best towing experience he could be having right now? Yeah. By a long shot. Yeah. It By probably a turns a lot shot. of people away from like camping with a trailer. Yeah. If they've like bought one and like didn't set it up right and like go take it out and it's like just scary to drive. Yeah, like they're probably like there's probably a lot of people that like go out one time and then sell their camper. <laughs> like so, I I came to the assumption of because my 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 office actually me and Tyler's office both face and we Tyler like it's I run like, in I'm like total, dude, check us out total office space. I'd be Ben Ben look at that truck coming in yeah <laughs> yeah because we share a wall and I'm like and you hear my come down the hall look at that thing yeah idiot <laughs> and we're both watching him like. No way. Yeah. This guy, no way. Yeah. Uh, but, so I, I came, I, I, I painted a picture. I made a story. Yeah. I was pretty much, I'm assuming like, okay, that guy obviously, he he has to live somewhere around here. Yeah. And it, it You kinda, said he had another truck that he uses. And I yes. was like, no, I don't think so. But then it got, it got so. the level, <laughs> the level increased a little bit of uh, skepticism because when he left, there were still dealer plates. Yeah, like on the on the trailer. Yeah, like the, when I say dealer plates, not like actual dealer, but like there was like, like Finley, blah blah like, blah. Click an RV. Yeah, <laughs> like, it wasn't like not a plate or anything like that, like an advertising plate. Yeah. Now, so my my story was like, all right, this guy actually has the proper truck. It may be down for maintenance right now or something like that, or it's you know. Again, I started thinking maybe it was a guy that like worked for a dealer, but then I'm like, he went to go dump his trailer. So who's like just taking yeah. shits and trailers? <laughs> yeah, on the lot. Is that, that a new trailer? To... Why is he dumping a new? Tra- <laughs> who's dropping poops in the new trailer at, <laughs> at the, the dealership? Like, damn it! <laughs> Had to test it out. Had yeah, to test it out. <laughs> did you poop with a trailer, Tim? Like, yeah. Yes, I did. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to sell it? <laughs> Another tangent here. Do you want? It is cool that when we did go look at travel, uh, like travel trailers or fifth wheels, toy haulers. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I, I even straight up told the salesman, I'm like, I ain't pulling the trigger on anything until I bring my side by side here and I drive it in this. Like, that's not, I'm not, I'm not messing around with that. He's like, Oh yeah, 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 that's fine. I'm like, okay, <laughs> we're going to drive her right in. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I want, I want to touch a little bit more on as far as like the lifted truck yeah. and towing. Um, the biggest thing, like you talked about hitches, I think it's a great thing about having those extra bars on there. Oh, you absolutely. Think about if you it, have a giant lifted truck and you're trying to tow a bump, tow a bumper pull, yeah, that's a hundred percent. You have to. Yeah, think about your your tongue height on your trailer, because I know some trailers they will do like an axle flip to give you some more height on the on the tongue. Um, also, if you're the one that always, even before I worked here, thinking about towing trailers and whatnot, the one that always got me was sidewall. Yeah, the as much as we preach, you know, seventeen-inch wheels and big tires and whatnot, that is not necessarily the best for towing. Right. Like if if I was to if I was in your shoes, like a twenty or a thirty-five, do you have enough sidewall to where you're not a low pro? Right. But you don't have too much to where you're going to start getting sidewall deflection. Yeah. Um. So think about that. Um, yeah, when absolutely. You're, when you're kind of like building your truck out, if you're and this is not your your hint to lift a truck 12 inches, but like in 26s on 42s. Yeah. Okay, that's not what I'm talking about here. Yeah. Um, what I'm th- what I'm saying is like if you're going to be putting a you know four six inch eight inch lift on your truck or something like that, and you still need to tow with it, make sure you're getting a proper hitch, um, and make sure that you're you're taking into account that type of stuff. The other thing, if your rear lift is blocks with stock springs and you're towing heavy. You know how much me and Tyler hate blocks, right? We hate them. Hate them. Hate them. Especially when you powder coat them. Yeah. Um, but if there was ever a case where you're going to feel that axle wrap, 
that's it. Yeah. So I feel bad for the uh, the Ubolts. God, they're just like. Like the wow. entire time. You were like three feet away from the microphone and you still peaked it. I know. That was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, seriously, like look at some of those U-bolts. You're just like, shouldn't those be bigger? <laughs> like if you're going to do that, like there ought to be a company that's just making giant U-bolts. Yeah. Like thicker, giant, huge U-bolts. Well, because some of, they're so small. And then... Uh, Again, I've said this before, what bugs me the most is when you look at the back of a truck with a big block and they're not freaking parallel. They're not straight. Mm-hmm. They're like off to the side or something. Or, or you can see or leaning. Through, yeah. yeah, like what the... That's not cool. And my, the argument with that is if, if you understand why you would need... Ooh, ooh, I'm going to categorize a whole bunch of truck owners right now. Ooh, do it. Ooh. Ooh. I might ruffle some feathers on this one. You might. Okay. Listen, if you can't take the facts, yeah, then I don't give a shit about your. Feelings. I don't know why you're listening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially because SEMA is happening right now. Oh yeah, and, and we're we're gonna talk more about SEMA on another episode. But like, if you're seeing the SEMA bloopers right now, I love them. I freaking love them. Yeah. Um, but if if ooh, I gotta word this right because I want to make sure that I, I just make them feel bad. <laughs> if you have a truck and you have it lifted so tall. And a hitch is on your accessory list, and you have the support brackets on there, but this lift includes like six-inch blocks. You obviously don't understand why those lift supports are there. Um, the, the, the supports for the hitch are there in the first place because it's the same yep. concept as far as a single point and leverage and weight. Yeah. And trying to pull it forward, but all, all these angles working against you. Yeah. And having to have support there. It's the same concept for a truck that has a tall ass block on there. Yep. And you trying to apply power to the ground and r- twisting everything yep. and then having to transfer that twisted power to your hitch, which is flexing out, which is then holding your possible 10, 12,000 pound trailer, yep. which has your side by side, which is probably 30 grand, and your living quarters. Yep. Like, why would you? I'm and, having a hard and, and time not like, too, cussing like, a storm up right now. Like, how could you like put those together and not make the con- like, connection? Yeah, like the, that combo of stuff never ends well. There's never a situation where it's just like, oh, yeah, something broke on the truck, and uh, luckily everything was fine. No, if yeah. something breaks on the truck, guess what's happening? You're probably going to go off the road. Mm-hmm. You're going to jack up your trailer, and you're going to jack up whatever is inside that trailer. Mm-hmm. Again, these trailers are not built like a freaking Abrams tank, okay? These things are built as cheaply as possible, even if you get a good, high-quality one. They're not like load-bearing walls. They're, they're <laughs> like, trying to save weight. Like that's yeah, they're, they're trying to save weight. Even on weight. expensive ones. Mm-hmm. Things are going to move. You ever watch a video of a uh, of like live action of inside of a trailer driving like down like a bumpy road? Stuff, yeah, it's scary inside. Mm-hmm. Like that's why they say like don't put your kids inside the trailer towing because shit moves around mm-hmm. and it's like it's like a freaking whatever California style earthquake going yeah. on in that thing. I mean, every time you, you pull up to it and you open up, like, that's not where I left you. Yeah. You're not supposed to be over there. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, it's it could be it can be pretty pretty violent inside of a trailer. So just imagine if something fails in your truck and you're off the road, like whatever you're carrying, it's going with it and it's mm-hmm. not gonna be good. Yeah. So case in point right there, as far as uh, to answer this question. There you go, Tyler. Exercise the demons. They come in packs of three. You got one more? Two pack, two pack, two pack. A two on that one. Um, but you know, think about your hitch setup, and as far as when you're lifting your truck, make sure that you're not lifting your truck so high that you're not going to be able to do a fifth wheel. And consider sidewall. Yeah. Um, and for- Here, here's the thing with towing. Here's a good gauge. <clears throat> if you ever find yourself saying, "I think that'll be okay." It's not going to be okay. <laughs> that should work. Yeah. If, if you're going, like, and, and I know there's the the dudes on Instagram, you know, the hashtag, you know, 26 in the toe pig and all that. <laughs> yeah. There, there is a, 
there is a cost that's associated with that. And keep in mind, these people are, it's their job to make those trucks look like that and use them. If it's not actually your like nine to five job to do that, it's not for you. Yeah. Like get the, get something that's going to start every time. It's going to move the weight every time and not break. Yeah. That's what's fun. Yeah. That's what's it, your, your job is to get there. Your job exactly. is to not, you know, I mean, obviously looking cool is part of it. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm a big fan of like, yeah, we're diesel guys doing cool stuff to your truck is always cool. But if it doesn't work, then you totally defeated the entire purpose of probably the, the, you know, the truck that you bought. Yeah. Getting there to enjoy the other things, the trailer, the side by side, the thing, the again, people, this is all friends, the people, the friends, the family, the outdoors. That's what it's all about. But you couldn't do it without the truck. So right. make sure the truck is on point. Because if the truck's not on point, all those other things could, you know, you could something could happen. And then now look what happens. You're just, you're just at home eating Cheetos on a beanbag chair naked. <laughs> That's a vivid Watching picture. the view. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Watching was that, uh, that one time in the 90s or that was that show where they talk about the 90s? Oh. Is it on Netflix? No, it was a VH1 thing. I think oh. or MTV, like, taking it back to the 90s. Oh, uh, I know what you're talking yeah. about. I can't remember the name of it, though. Yeah. I've had cable. And I know we're all probably time. thinking of it right now, and some guys scream at the TV like, it was called that! <laughs> I can't remember right now. But uh, that's going to just about button this one up. Tyler, yeah. I'm excited that you have uh, about 69% more <laughs> grasp of what you were building for your truck, which was at about 69%. So, effectively, you're, like, still, who knows? Yeah. I'm getting close. I'm getting close, for sure. It all depends on what um, when DDC is coming out with those super singles. Mm-hmm. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, because I might just wait for them. I don't know. Because I still, I mean, other than that, I have I have no idea. So, well, I like where your head's at with that truck. I think it's gonna Me be too. Really cool. I think it'll be cool. A little bit something different's always good. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Right on. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, the outro is gonna roll in a minute here, but thank you to all our sponsors, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.